Texas. They say everything's bigger here, and they're right. We've got big cars, big hearts, and a big sky. This is big sky country. Yeah, we know that's what Montana calls itself, big sky country. We'd just like to point out that Montana is 147,000 odd miles big. Texas, well, we're 268,500 miles huge. Who's got the bigger sky now, Montana? Hmm. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Yeehaw. It's begun again. We're like a bad penny, only we're good, so we're like a good penny. Yes, and we are not at a national shortage. No. So, well, I have some news. Okay. Uh, I have, we have big news for the the podcast. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes. Oh, man. Yeah. So, some people might have noticed um, change number one. I feel like we should have some for this okay oh that's not it change number one and that's, Ooh, that's ominous i like it that. is but yeah, i'm looking for like, a bah, 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 bah. so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna say change number one and then you gotta do give me some sort of oral fanfare okay all right change number one well that was some kind of oral fanfare <laughs> uh change number one is that we have a Facebook page, the Great Big Podcast Facebook page, and mm-hmm. that is going away. <gasps> what? Yeah. It's actually going to transform to the what was called the Fort Hood Broadcast Operations page. We are moving. Oh, my goodness. To you didn't that. even tell me this. Yeah. Well, I just told you. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that is, that is happening. Oh. That will happen on the 1st of next month. So August 1st, the old uh, Fort Hood... Great big podcast Facebook page is going away, and all our stuff will be on the Fort Hood broadcast page. You'll see if you go there now, you already see our logo. Everything it looks okay. So the name's not changing. Similar. Uh, no, okay. we're not changing the name of the podcast or anything like that. It's okay. just our where we post on the Facebook. Domain. Okay, is changing. So that is change number one. Change number two. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> is I'm leaving. No. That's a pretty big change. Isn't it? Is. It's like the most monumental. Well, you're like the glue that holds us all together. No, no, no. Charlie. I'm just I'm just uh one part of three. You're the crazy. Remember glue. what happened when I was by myself and That's still one of my favorite 
cold <laughs> openings. I'm not even, I'm not just saying that. Like, I truly, truly love that opening. That is officially like the lowest rated modern version of our podcast. I don't think so. Nobody, honest to gosh, no one listens to that. Uh, no, the analytics it? for another episode were lower than Picnic that. Picnic tables for squirrels and the roller skating chaplains. Oh yeah, that called. that one was pretty low. That okay. was that was the that one. Was the lo- okay, you're that right. That was the you're one. Right. <laughs> Nobody wanted to hear me talk to myself. <sighs> you scared so, them all away. Actually, no. Actually, I have a theory. Anytime we mention religion mm-hmm. in the title of a podcast thing, like roller skating chaplain, yeah, people don't tune in because they think we're going to be preachy. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so it wasn't the opening. No, I don't it think was, it was actually. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. people even gave it that much. Yeah, I can see. I can see how that would affect the numbers. Yeah. So we're gonna have to sneak religion in <laughs> on people. Now, and the Won't other coming. The third big change. Oh, I'm so sorry. Was, you, were drinking, you were taking a drink. I need my fanfare. The third big change. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I, I'm loving it. <laughs> the third big change is we're going to have a whole new podcast crew. Oh, my goodness. But not all new because you'll still be with okay. us. Okay. I'll be But that. I won't because I'm no. not going to be here. Yeah. Um, and Dave, who's not here now because mm-hmm. he's under the weather. Yeah. But he will not be a regular on the show either. We'll have a new, fresher, hipper. <laughs> I feel like I'm introducing Poochie from The Simpsons. <laughs> Podcast crew. <laughs> so oh, Wow. Yeah. That's changes. a lot of changes. It is, but it, they're all be for the best. I don't know. All be for the best. We're going to miss you guys. Well, we still got time. That's true. We still got. We have to cherish what the moments now, even more so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So exciting stuff on the horizon. I don't think that's exciting, but you think that's exciting? Just wait. In a few moments, we got to take a break, and then we're gonna be on the phone with Steve Draper, the guy that uh, you thought you infected with coronavirus. Yes. When we all got <laughs> quarantined, and yeah. they they got the. The new information on the Mounted Cavalry War Museum. That's great. So we'll have that right after this. Here he is, Jeff Snarkworthy. Thank you, yeah. If you've got a sudden unexpected fever, you might have coronavirus. (laughs) If you've traveled from or through... A state where coronavirus is prevalent, you might have coronavirus. <laughs> if that fever of yours, if it's accompanied by a feeling of shortness of breath or, or difficulty breathing, you might have coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus is steadily spreading across not only the United States, but the world. Being aware of the signs and symptoms of coronavirus helps keep us all safe. If you suspect that you may have been infected with the virus, call 254-553-6612. That's the Fort Hood Health Hotline, 254-553-6612. If you've been around someplace where people were infected, if you got that fever, shortness of breath, and a cough, you might have 
coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. It's no laughing matter. Hello? It's what your tax dollars sound like. Fort Hood's great big podcast. All right, so uh, what we're going to do, I don't know if you've heard, Brianna, though we were just discussing it off air, uh, (laughs) that there's going to be a new museum. We discussed it on the show. We did. Uh, A couple weeks ago. mm -hmm. And now it's been, now it's like finalized. Boom, official. There's going to be money. It's good to go. Mm -hmm. The the government, the military is giving the thumbs up. So we're just going to give you a real quick update on that. Uh, before we had Steve Draper on, so I've got two people here to talk to. I've got uh, Steve Draper, who is the director of the 1st Cavalry Division and 3rd Cavalry Regiment Museums. Okay. Um, and then we'll talk to Bob uh, Crouch, Vice President of the National Mounted Warfare Foundation. Whoa. All right? So, yeah, I know. That sounds, that sounds like super official I want and that nice. Title. Yeah. I want that title. So let's, <laughs> let's try Steve Draper first. Give okay. Steve a call. Go. Calling Steve. Hello. Steve. That's Bob. Bob, is Steve <laughs> there? This is Charlie Mabe from uh, Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Um, Charlie, he's not on this line. I <clears throat> he probably he need probably needs to dial in dial in from a separate line. Oh, okay. Wow, this is getting technical. Okay, so uh, do, you want me, do you want me to put put you on hold and dial him in? Could you have him call me, please? He's got my cell okay. phone. Have okay, him call me. Just, just a second. All right. This is exciting. Yeah, he answered really quick. Like, he did really fast, really quickly. He did. That was not. That was not <laughs> just. Want yes. Wait a let me see. Let me see how I need to do this. Okay. Uh, well, he can just call my number. You don't have to transfer. He can just call my cell phone. Okay, let me just text him. Okay. Because he called me from this number earlier, you see. Mm. No, that was me. Oh, was that you? <laughs> I have no idea what is happening. I am on top of things, as always. <laughs> as always. Let's see here. I sent him a text. Right. If that doesn't work, I'll try and patch him in through my phone. All right. Can you give us a call in about two minutes? Give me a call okay. on my cell phone. Right. Two minutes, so ten forty-five. Uh, is that yes? That is correct. Okay, can do. All right, awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Now everyone has your number. No, no, no. I edited that out. Okay. People don't even know, but it's been edited. All right, <laughs> okay. so let's call Steve because that was Bob. Yeah. You know what helps if you put the names <laughs> in your phone book, and it's not just a bunch of numbers. Fifty percent of the time. I'm right. Fifty percent, right. and that was that was on the losing half. So I want to hit the number I didn't just call. You're just keeping the balance in the universe. I'm confused as about which number I'm calling at this point. Um, you know, this makes for, for fascinating radio. <laughs> I'm confused for you. I'm... Uh, <laughs> it says I called a number and then another number like a minute later. That's so weird. I you know. Must have, you're, you must have... Oh, I did. I did just call twice. So Mm. it's this one. 
This is Steve. Ah, modern technology. This is Steve. We've figured out Steve. Charlie, this is Bob again. Ah, oh, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was calling uh, Steve. <laughs> is it wrong on your phone? Uh, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe I, I have it, it backwards on my phone. Steve's number is... Um, <laughs> So I'll I'll be hearing from you in about a minute, and and let me <laughs> yes, let me call him. Okay, All sure right. will. Thanks. Thank you. Oh man! All right, third time's the charm. You're on the struggle bus say? today. This is a gonna what be happens a when you go on vacation. Classic. You just brain episode. dump. I've already forgotten the number that he's given me. <laughs> I have too, actually. I, I, I didn't write this. it down. I should have written it down. I don't see this in my. He's called me today. Maybe he didn't. Maybe there's a glitch in the matrix. Maybe only Bob called me today. And I thought I was talking to Steve part of the time and then Bob part of the time. And Bob's too nice of a guy to say, no, my name's not Steve. This is Bob. Yikes. <laughs> it's possible. It's been a busy day. Yeah. It's well, been. You're, I it's know been you're nuts. a busy little bee. I am. Running around, especially with all the news going on. I am. You know what? We'll just wait for Bob to call back, even though we've had him on the phone twice now. Oh, my goodness. Um... And well, and there he is. Okay, there he is, Bob. There's Bob. Hello, Bob. Is that you? Charlie, it's Steve. Oh, it's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. We've been we've been making too many phone calls, uh, calling too many wrong numbers. Okay. All right. Well, Steve, you're uh, you're on the show uh, with uh, Brianna and myself. Uh, Bob will call in shortly, and then we will merge the call, hopefully, um, if, if technology works with us. So uh, that uh, that museum that we talked about uh, not so long ago is actually, it's going to happen. Yes, sir, it is. How does that feel? I am uh, thrilled, absolutely thrilled. That's um, great. I just, Bob sent me a text, hang on here. We're mm-hmm. not on right, online yet, right? Yeah. Okay, the chart call, call Charlie on his cell phone. Yep, that was part of the adventure that got okay, us to this but, point. So we're already, you know, disregard that because we've already we're already okay connected. Right. Right. Let me uh, do one quick thing. I'm going to close my door. Okay. <laughs> Excitement of live radio. <laughs> How's your day going, Brianna? It's been pretty good so far. I had to reschedule. Um, so is it better to to do, uh, or I've got it on speakerphone. Is that better? Do you want? No, it? you're fine. You're fine. Here's Bob calling in. We are <laughs> going to merge. Bob, are you there? Wait, there's another thing that says merge. Merge. Bob, are you, you there? Can you hear me? Yes. Steve, Hi, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Yay. everybody's here. We did it. Yay, where's the button? Nope, that's no, not it. No. Yeah, Yay. there it is. Oh, the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. Well, it's great to have you both with us today. Uh, once again, in case you've gotten lost in the kerfluffle with us, uh, we have Steve Draper, who is the director of the 1st Cavalry and 3rd Cavalry Regimental Museums. Um, and then we have Bob Crouch, who's the vice president of the National Mounted Warfare Foundation. 
Yes, sir. Um, so now that you're you're both with us, tell us about this great new museum that uh, will be going up somewhere close to where the Horse Cavalry Detachment is. Okay, Steve, do you want me to take this or do you want to take it? Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> well, so uh, the, the National Mounted Warrior Museum has been a project that's been in the works uh, for many years uh, uh, by our foundation in particular since, uh, since 2011. Wow. And it's, it's gone through uh, several iterations to get us uh, where we are today. Um, we are at the point, however, where we have uh, the, the approval from the Secretary of the Army to break ground and begin construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so we're looking to do that uh, hopefully sometime between mid to the end of September. And this museum uh, will uh, tell the stories of, uh, in the history of mounted combat in the United States Army since the Revolutionary War until today. Uh, mm-hmm. And it will also tell the story of Fort Hood and the units that serve on Fort Hood. So it'll be a unique in, a museum in the Army's inventory uh, because there isn't really one that that tells the the true the full story of uh, combined arms, the way we fight in 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 the American Army. Well, that's amazing. And so, how many now that we've gotten the the thumbs up from from the big dogs? How long is it going to take to put this whole thing together? When is it going to be ready for people to walk in and, and take it all in? Well, assuming we're able to break ground uh, as planned, which uh, now that we have the approval shouldn't be an issue, uh, we should be able to open the doors uh, to the public in late uh, 2022 or early 23. Well, wow, that's pretty fast. That's pretty darn fast. Yeah. That's awesome. And you've already got the land squared away. Is that, that correct? That's already done? That's correct. Uh, the Army is allowing us to build uh, the museum outside uh, the front gate of Fort Hood in between um, Marvin Lee Visitor Center and the uh, First Cavs Horse Cavalry Detachment. Cool. Um, and so we have the land uh, accounted for. Um, the Army is also coming in and uh, doing a, a couple other things. Uh, they are uh, are funding the design, fabrication, and installation of uh, the exhibits for the museum. Wow! And and then once the museum is built and the doors are open, uh, the army will assume responsibility for the operations, day to day operations, the maintenance, uh, the security, and the staffing of the museum. Oh, cool. uh, the two museums currently on post will consolidate into this museum, so there'll be just one museum on Fort Hood. Because I know when when uh, you go to the First Cav Museum now, mm-hmm. you'll run into soldiers that are working there. So will soldiers work at the the new one? Yeah, yes, they will. Um, we will have a detail of soldiers um, from the post, uh, as we call them, barred military manpower. Mm-hmm. Um, they will be working uh, uh, at the museum um, in various look uh, various uh, duties. Um, we're not going to have um, the landscaping the same way as we have at the present two museums. Um, okay. Landscaping is going to be more of uh, we call zero scape. So there'll be less of that kind of work to do, but uh, they'll still certainly have a presence there. Um, and they'll be augmenting volunteers and, of course, foundation employees and, and Army employees. Right. Well, that makes it just that much more authentic, isn't it? You go to a, mm-hmm. an Army museum and, yeah. hey, the Army's there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really well, cool. Well, 
Absolutely, so that, it does. And, and you know, we've got the. Uh, not only do we have the soldiers working uh, that will be uh, assisting in the operation of the museum, uh, but having the horse cavalry detachment uh, so close to, you know, virtually at our back door uh, is a wonderful thing because it's an opportunity for uh, our visitors to the museum to go and observe the horse cav as they uh, as they rehearse and and hopefully have the opportunity to do some tours within the the stable area and, and definitely get to meet some soldiers there as well. That's cool. I always like it when a, a spotlight can be shined on the horse cavalry detachment. I have a soft spot in my heart for them from when I was in the, the first cav, you know, and it's interesting that your museum and what it's going to be talking about mounted warfare and the cavalry is of course the beginning of mounted warfare because they are mounted on yeah. mounts. <laughs> So it's it's like old and new, yeah. uh, meeting just right there in the mm-hmm. same space. Now, um, a majority of the original funding for this was donated. Is that is that correct? That's correct. All of the all of the funding for the museum building itself, and and just to make make certain that we're clear on that, the foundation's responsibility um, is to plan for the plan for design and build the museum building. Okay. And as part of that, we had to raise funds for it. So all of our all of the funding for the building itself and the grounds uh, is coming. From, it has come from uh, private contributions. Well, very good. And uh, I, it didn't take you that long to to get there. This is something that I think that that people really want to see happen. Yeah. Well, th- thank you for that, Charlie. I, I would, you know. Uh, when you say a day in the life of this project, it seems like, uh, you know, it's been nine and a half, nearly 10 years now since we started this, uh, this effort on, 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 on the National Mount of uh, Warrior Museum project, um, which seems like a lifetime to many. But in the, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at, at comparable projects, uh, they're usually 18 to 20 years in before they get to the point where they have everything aligned to go ahead and break ground and start construction on the museum. So we're actually, we are, uh, even though to us, sometimes it seems like, uh, you know, we've been at this forever. Uh, and, and when you look at the big picture, we're really well ahead of the game and that's very exciting. Well, no, you've, you've done well. What is it uh, around 11 million? Is that what you brought in? Correct. So for, uh, fa- for phase one. Yes. Yeah. So over 10 years, 11 million, I know in the last 10 years, I've made some money. Myself and I have approximately a dollar sixty-two left over from that. <laughs> so you guys have done really, really well. I wish well, I could know, say. We're a nonprofit, so I've got less than a dollar sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Hey, if people want to continue to help out with the museum, is there any way that they can uh, assist between now and when it opens? Oh, absolutely, and and there's there's an opportunity to assist uh, forever with this. As I mentioned, uh, what we're focused on right now is, is, and we've raised the funds for to this point, is phase one, which is everything we need to do to get the doors open to the public. So it's your parking space, which by the way will be uh, shared. Uh, We're going to expand the parking at the visitor center, so that will be a shared space. Um, The entry plaza, the the atrium, uh, about 13,000 square feet of permanent exhibit space, about six to 7,000 square feet of temporary exhibit space. So basically everything we need 
again, to, to host a visitor to see uh, the exhibits. We do have uh, future phases planned, and some of those include an expansion by about 11,000 feet of, uh, uh, of permanent exhibit space. We have plans to build uh, uh, two, two classroom sets so that we have an opportunity to hold conferences and symposiums and other events in the facility. Uh, we have plans to build office spaces for both the foundation and the and the, the museum staff, uh, so that so that particularly the museum staff, since they need to be there to operate it. Sure. Um, and so we do have we do have future funding requirements. So yes, our our, 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 our the, the listeners to this podcast can certainly help out in terms of that matter. And the way to do that, there's there's a couple programs that we have. First, if if you just want to do an outright donation. Uh, you can visit our website at www.nmwfoundation.org and click on the donate button, and that'll take you, the visitor to a donate page, and you can specify what, how you'd like to, to support us financially. Uh, the other option is if you go to our website and look, uh, there's also an option to buy a commemorative uh, brick. Okay. Uh, we offer uh, for a hundred dollars. We offer a four by eight brick, uh, which will hold four lines of text. And oh, for two hundred dollars, cool. we offer an eight by eight brick, which will offer or hold six lines of text. And these bricks will be placed in the entry plaza to the museum, which is currently uh, being named uh, Valor Plaza, to honor the valor and and honor and integrity of of those who have served. And and what I would share is that that those bricks are not just limited to to soldiers or former soldiers. Um, we'll accept bricks from uh, someone who served in any branch of the armed services, uh, from uh, you know your your first responders of any kind, from family members, or from members of the community who j just want to honor uh, a loved one. So you don't have to have a specific tie to the community or, or to the military uh, to 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 get your name or your loved one recognized and memorialized on a on a brick. Well, that is that is a great. Uh, thing to do. I'll probably end up yeah. doing one of those. That's we awesome. Could, we could get a podcast brick. <sighs> yeah, you I should. Would, I would totally chip in for that. Yeah, we should. We Love should do that. that. Well, hey, I want to thank uh, both of you for being on the the show with us um, and putting up with our our four o'clock follies <laughs> uh, with with the phones. Um, it's been great talking to you, and we look forward to further updates as we progress along with the museums and hopefully we can be out there when the museum opens and yes. do a, a live broadcast during those festivities as well. That would be awesome. All right. Yeah. We'd well, love to have you up. Um, you know, we're hoping, uh, you know, to have a groundbreaking here soon. And, uh, and also to let me just reiterate too, is where we're always looking for artifacts, especially mm -hmm. for, uh, to tell the Fort hood story. Um, so if you, uh, if you have something that might be of our interest, uh, contact either the museums, and uh, they will talk with you a bit. Right, you heard that. If you got anything interesting out there that's Fort Hood related, yes, contact the museums, and it might end up in a museum. How cool is that? Yeah, very cool. All right, well, we will be right back with some exciting talk about summer, because everybody loves talking about summer. The heat. Ugh. Are you loving the heat? You loving it? I am, but <laughs> hating it at the same time. Yeah, well, I'm just hating it. Uh, but we'll have more of that right after this. If you've got problems and feel like you just can't get answers, there's a place for you to turn. The Inspector General's Hotline. They take your issues seriously. 
If you're at the end of your rope and need someone to reach out to, grab a pen and take down this number. 254-287-7209. That's 254-287-7209. The Fort Hood Office of the Inspector General. They inspect generals so you don't have to. So, Brianna, yes. what have you been thinking about the temperature recently? I love it and hate it at the same time. Because I'm Blame. tropical, so I love the heat. I'm tropical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, when we were in uh, Roswell, New Mexico, I remember I felt like I was leaving at a good time, mm-hmm. my vacation, because I looked and I'm like, oh, Tomorrow's going to be 107. Yes. I got to escape from that. (laughs) Back to Texas. That never happens. And then here we are. Yeah. Can't escape it. No, it's been oppressive. But really, what they say is true. It's it's not the heat. It's the humidity. Yes. My wife has been complaining about the humidity. (laughs) I'm sure she has. Um, And what's funny is I've been looking, you know, Facebook reminds you of your past mistakes uh, daily. It loves to do that. On it. And I've been noticing stuff from that I posted in Japan, and I'd say, you know, hey, good morning, Japan, 83% humidity, good morning, mm-hmm. Japan, 95% humidity, and going, wait, it was more humid where we came from. What are yeah. you griping about? But not mm. as hot. That's true. Yeah. It's, That's it's, true. It's the combination. That is true. Well, this time of the year, in the summer, uh, people's fancy often turns to uh, getting the heck out of Dodge because mm-hmm. of school being out, although... 2020 has been a special year, thanks to our dear friend coronavirus. Yes. So that makes getting out much more difficult than it has been in the past. And your your choice of where you want to go and what you want to do. When my wife and I went on our vacation, I did not expect to see a lot of people when we went out through uh, Colorado, Utah, Arizona for a hot second. And and uh, New Mexico, but oh my gosh, so many people at the National Park, Arches National Park mm-hmm. uh, in Utah. I I was shocked. Yeah, and staying at hotels, they were they were packed. So people are getting out, um, but people are you know wearing masks. Each each town that we went into had a sign, a digital sign, letting you know what you had to do with a mask. That's mm-hmm. interesting. You know. So that you weren't getting in trouble and and causing, causing. <laughs> I was just imagining the the signs. One of them was like, "Go home, <laughs> don't stop, go home." <laughs> so I mean, uh, people have have strong feelings yeah. about it. But here in Central Texas, if you've got kids, maybe you don't have time to to get away. There's a lot of places to go to that are relatively close that you could make a day trip or or weekend outing yeah for you don't have to make the long thing and you can you can play it safe mm-hmm. right now we have with us from the fort hood sentinel uh blair dupree who Hi. is the, are you still sports because it doesn't exist anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true but uh yeah i am all right the sports <laughs> editor 
and Jacob Caldwell, the newest member Yay. of the Fort Hood Sentinel staff. Everybody give him a applause. This, is, this is your first week. Debut. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is your first <laughs> week. Uh, formerly of the 1st Cavalry Division, mm-hmm. right? Wow. First team? Yes, first team. There you go. Um, now, are you're the living? I'm the living editor, correct. All right, that's fantastic. He's the new living editor, so look forward to seeing his stuff in the paper. And he is an expert on on getting out and going, or you will be. I will be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. You will be. I actually look forward to it because I need to know. Well, and you know what? When you're communicating to people places to go and things to do, it's great to not know because then you get that authentic fresh set of eyes. Yeah, yeah. that authentic experience mm-hmm. of whether a place is, is worthy of visiting or not. So I got to ask you, if, if I had a free weekend this weekend, and I don't, but <laughs> if I did, Blair, hit yeah. me up with a spot. Where should I go and why should I go there? Oh, gosh. Like... Um... It depends on what you want to do. Like, do you want to walk around outside? I don't want to get coronavirus heat? is what I Okay. Um, I don't want to get coronavirus. Well, um, there's a lot of options for people that like to, you know, go outdoors and hike and all that. Um, I know specifically in Belton, there's uh, Chalk Ridge Falls is a really popular spot, especially when the... Yeah, I, I've been there several times. It's yeah. below Steelhouse Hollow Lake. The, mm-hmm. Okay. There's a the park dam. below the dam. Yeah. Really? Called mm-hmm. Chalk Ridge mm-hmm. Falls. You drive over the dam, and then it's from like, Colleen, you take a left down, you know, underneath it. There's a park underneath mm-hmm. the dam. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And it's a, it's very, uh, first of all, it's shady. It's lots of trees. That's yeah. important this time yeah, of the, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's a, there's, the river runs down there, but there's also, if you hike back in, in there a little bit, there's a swimming hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know the push up video where I was by the waterfall? I do That's remember that. That's where it is. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How was, are, did you finish those push ups? I did, yes. Hey, finally. congratulations. It took longer than the, the allotted days because I had to keep taking breaks. But yes, I did finish so it. So, how many total push ups were those? So, it was 22 times 22. Uh, That's 44, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I'm not good at math at the top of my but, head. But uh, Brianna me... was doing push-ups to raise awareness for uh, veterans' suicide. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, oh, she's got the... Isn't that like 484. Yeah. 484. Yes. Well, if you don't do better yeah. on your next PT test, you got no excuse. <laughs> I know, right? I actually am due to do another one soon. So mm-hmm. well, well, good see. luck to you. Thank you. So... Chalkridge Falls. Chalkridge Falls. Yes. <laughs> uh, was a place. Brianna, I know you like to get out and about. I do. do. You have any? And you're a Texan. I am. So. Yeah. What's your, give us the inside scoop. Well, like you mentioned, Chalk Ridge is really great. Right, um, we already used that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Your scoop can't be <laughs> okay. the, uh, the I one. really like going to Miller Springs Nature Center. Miller Springs Nature Center? Yes. Where is that? It's um near the Belton Dam. Okay. So there's a north entrance. All of these involve dams. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's actually very similar to Chalk Ridge, the layout, because it's 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 at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you, when you look up, there's like the overhang of the dam, but um, in that little like grove down there, there's there's so many different trails. It's also um, there's a, a lot of trees, so there's a lot of cover. Mm-hmm. There is one section where you're just out in the open, and yes. when you drive over the 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 bridge to the mm-hmm. dam you can see like that wide open space so if mm-hmm. you, you can you can actually avoid 
going in there and you can just stay near the tree line and, and the water. And yeah, it's, it's really great. Um, I, I like using the South entrance cause less people go there because okay. the North entrance is more, there's like, uh, well, restrooms. They used to. well yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's more restrooms. It's more kid friendly. The trails are a little more defined and, uh, maintained than the South side, mm-hmm. but they both, y- you can meet in the middle on both sides. So I, that's my favorite. So it's a hiking, area. relaxing, communing with nature. Yeah, so people also ride bikes and stuff. Oh, in there that's, too. that's nice. So, so the trails must be. They're pretty long. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's very nice. Hey, and I want to remind everybody, we are in the middle of tick season right now. Mm-hmm. And while we're being distracted by coronavirus, the ticks are making their play to give us all Lyme disease. So if you can uh, remember to spray yourself with some insect repellent while you're out there. Yes. Let's, let's, let's put these ticks. And back. hydrate. Yes. Yeah, listen, I use deep woods off. Mm -hmm. Mm. I spray that like a teenager sprays that Axe body spray. (laughs) (laughs) That that is the scent of summer in my house. Yeah, there's nothing like the the smell of off. Mm. And what's funny is as a kid, I use it enough that if I say off, I immediately know what it tastes like. (laughs) Yeah, I still do. I probably have some on me right now. (laughs) Well, we're still around, so I don't know how effective it is. The... uh, (laughs) So do you have any? Do you have any? Uh, ideas Both of those of are great. Off? Chalk Ridge Falls below Steelhouse Hall Lake and Miller Springs below uh, Belton Lake. Mm-hmm. Those are both great. I'm going those and and they're very close. So mm-hmm. I mean, you can be there in 15 or 20 minutes from Colleen or Fort mm-hmm. Hood. So those are great options. I'm going to spend the next uh, several weeks uh, exploring just a tiny bit farther away from Fort Hood. I'm going to be going to Colorado, Colorado Bend State, okay. State Park. Nice. Just just on the other side of uh, Lampasas. I was at their entrance once. I may I drove all the way uh, to to the little entry shack, mm-hmm. and then there's a sign that said, uh, "Park over capacity." Uh, please wait. And I I waited for ten minutes and then drove away. Good point. And as I write about them, I uh, I'll I will inform people that some of these parks are very popular, and you need to go online and get a day pass yeah. and actually mm-hmm. make a reservation for a lot of them. And yeah. as I write about them, I'll, I'll let folks know about that. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go to Mother Neff State Park, which is kind of in between Temple and Gatesville. Uh, yes. Oh, that's cool. I've uh, been there. That's a nice spot. Mm-hmm. I've actually been to that one, the Colorado Bend I've never been to before. Uh, I'm going to go to Inks Lake State Park, which which I know you've, I think you've been down there. What is Inks Lake is closer to Marble Falls. It's not quite yes. that far away, okay, but it's, yes. it's kind of down that direction. Mm-hmm. And also Longhorn Cavern State Park. That is a beautiful park. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous. And uh, Blue Hole Regional Park. Wow. Oh, uh, most of those are all Texas state parks. And uh, I just kind of went, as I planned out the next several weeks, I kind of had the idea in mind that outside is the best side, right? Because we're all tired mm-hmm. of being cooped up in our houses. And there's true. not a whole lot of indoor stuff that's open right now. Mm-hmm. So... I wanted to find things that were to do, that were good to do outside, and I kind of t- like to find places that are close to uh, either sh- have lots of shade, one, <laughs> or mm-hmm. two, have have a body of water because it's it is even though you're outside, you're outside. Okay, it's a hundred degrees outside, mm-hmm. so you might want to be near a body of water mm-hmm. so you can cool off. Oh, absolutely. Well, Longhorn so, Cavern State Park is a great option for those that want to get out of the sun, being that it's revolves around a cavern a cavern right that you can go into and it's one of those you know it keeps the same 
temperature. It's like mid fifties or something. That's nice all year round, and mm-hmm. it's uh, I've been down there. It's it's a good time. It's fun to see, and I know actually there's two tours of it. I don't know if you know this. There's the regular tour that that normal people take. If right. you're adventurous, though, you can show up earlier, and they've got more of a spelunking tour, mm-hmm. and they'll take you back to a lake that most people don't usually get to see. And there's like blind fish. Oh wow! In there that are protected, wow. and it's pretty cool. That sounds awesome. I might I have to go twice. Yeah, I tend to take my five year old grandson with me. The first oh time. my gosh. So I'll probably take the easier tour. He's gonna yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's gonna absolutely love it. Yeah, I also really like Dana Peak. Well, who that, is that? That's a, the, another park. <laughs> oh, yeah, where it's is really Dana close. Peak? It's in Harker Heights. Mm-hmm. Really, like that's really super close. close. Yeah, that's super close. And some of the trails are super. Um, also, there, there's there are a lot of trees. You know, we've been mentioning trails, uh, and that just jogged my memory. Speaking of jogging and trails, <laughs> a an issue that we had this year with uh, coronavirus spiking, which we may see again now that coronavirus is, is raising up. And that is that the gyms closed on Fort hood. And there was a large hue and cry, open the gyms, Mm -hmm. open the gyms, open the gyms. Mm -hmm. And of course we couldn't because of safety. Um, If we see coronavirus continue to grow, there is a chance that we could be in that same situation. Right. Mm -hmm. If that happens, Think of all the trails that are around us. Yeah. You, do, you don't need to have a gym to stay physically fit. Mm-hmm. You can go out running on the trails, doing mm-hmm. push-ups, sit-ups. Resistance you, type yeah. things. Yeah, you can keep yourself in good physical shape by going out and, and having yeah. fun. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like soldiers seem to be like married to the idea of, I need a gym yeah. to... I think... Like, Having having been on the the fitness truck and then having fallen so very hard <laughs> off of it, um, I do know that once you get into a routine, and I think you could uh, agree with me, everybody. Here, I think that's a, a huge part of it. That I don't like my routine yeah. to be interrupted. Yeah, I really don't. I, I was bad enough that if I was in the middle of my routine and something interrupted it it could be somebody with loud music or anything and it irritated me i just had to stop mm-hmm. i just i could not deviate from that routine yeah so how flexible and resilient we all are <laughs> um one of the the places that that i love in texas and this is not close by any means but that is big bend state yeah. park and i think if anybody oh big bend is a national park yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, did yeah. i say state mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i'm at national that's a national, national. park and yeah. uh, i haven't made a trip down there yet i want to yeah me too uh i'm i'm intentionally for for the moment keeping it close oh and you should yeah, you yeah. should, you should. Hood, well that's what but, but yeah i'm go gonna to. head down there no yeah. big bend i saw so many animals when I was down there, and yeah. it's just so breathtaking. Mm-hmm. The little communities that are around it are so welcoming, although I don't know. Nobody had How coronavirus. How crowded was it when you went there? Because it's far enough away from everything. It shouldn't be too terribly crowded. It wasn't. Yeah. But I went when the government was shut down. Ah. So there wasn't anybody taking money when you came in. Yeah. There was no toilet paper. Yeah. You were, it was every <laughs> man for himself uh, once you, you went in there. Uh, but it was, it was absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. It was... Worth mentioning the the Chalk Ridge Falls and uh, Miller Springs and oh, most of the state facilities on Stillhouse and Belton Lake they they do normally charge a dollar or two for entry mm-hmm. and they're not right now 
they're not they're not charging wow, for entry right now. Uh, also, if you have a military ID, you can get in for free anyway. Well, hey, there you go. I have to take a call. I'll be right back. But All right. you guys continue. All right. Enjoy so, your call. Thanks. You never know what's going to happen. You want me to turn your mind? Okay, she's just physically leaving. <laughs> physically <laughs> leaving. Okay. Well, when the first sergeant calls, you got to answer the phone. Uh, absolutely. So it's absolutely. You know, I was in so long ago that there was no first sergeant calling me. It was on, you know, landline. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would. That was... People actually had to plan ahead or just wait until they saw you at oh, formation. Yeah, to, you had to yell at somebody over there. <laughs> send a hey run, you! Send a runner. <laughs> yep. But uh, there's so much. People, I think, forget uh, Texas. They think Austin. They think San Antonio, Dallas. I'm going to do something. they got to go to the city. But Texas has so much available as and as far as natural beauty mm-hmm. and parks, and it's such a large state. So there's sure. so much of it. I mean, the pecan country out west of here, sometimes I just like going through a, a nice Sunday drive through the, the pecan mm-hmm. fields yeah, and, and looking at that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you grew up near here, Blair. You didn't? Well, in Texas, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a in state. Texas, yes. In the state. Yes. So you grew up in you Texas. You grew up nearer to here than I did. Yeah, <laughs> I was in Kansas. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, uh, are there any places that, that you hold near and dear to your heart? doesn't have to be close to Fort Hood, but that, that you went as a kid? Um, back home in Orange, Texas, that's five hours from here, just to put that in perspective. Practically but, um, Louisiana. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Actually, it's literally the last city before you're in Louisiana on mm-hmm. Interstate 10. All right. But um, there's a um, nature reserve called uh, Shangri-La. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was in elementary school, I couldn't count how many times they took us there on field trips. They do um, educational stuff for kids. Sure. Sciencey stuff. And um, they have a swamp tour. So they take you out. Oh, on, <laughs> so cool. They take you out on Adam's Bayou and uh, show you the different kinds of like plant life out there and um, the wildlife and all that. Um, I did travel down there right before everything got nuts with uh, COVID-19 to do a traveling soldier on it. But um, that kind of just fell through. Oh, I yeah. still have it on hold. But, um, yeah, we went back in February, and um, we saw, like, a – it wasn't a big alligator, like a three-foot alligator and um, some cranes and stuff like that. But um, – I've never seen an alligator. Really? Not, really? Not out in the wild. I seem to think I have, but maybe I haven't. Yeah. Or my dad. I've seen a caiman. I've eaten one. A caiman or an alligator? No, an alligator. I've had oh. crocodile. <laughs> yeah. I've had crocodile. My dad is a Cajun, so he's had turtle, frogs, alligator, the whole cow tongue, sure. whole nine yards. But um, where he works is actually uh, their break room. You can walk out onto this kind of deck, and you mm-hmm. can look out onto Adam's Bayou. And I've seen, you know, alligator gar swimming in the water. Sure. And the owner of the company, there used to be this nine-foot alligator that lived out there. And he would, the owner of the company would throw him whole chickens (laughs) and feed the alligator off the deck. Oh, fun for the alligator, not for the chicken. The, uh, you know, when I I was a kid, that's so cool. Because when I was a kid in Kansas, they'd take you to... Pawnee Prairie Nature Park and be like, this is a prairie. You can see oh the gosh. grass. Here is a butterfly. 
Yeah. That's what we got uh, nice. in Kansas. There used to be buffalo here, but there's not <laughs> any anymore. Yeah. Who's got questions? <laughs> That's growing up in Kansas. Yeah. they. Um, I remember I used to be really into science when I was younger, and then I kind of just grew out of it. But um, they would, like, let you take samples of the swamp water, and you'd, <laughs> you'd look at it under a oh, microscope, okay, okay. and you'd see things oh, moving around. you probably see all kinds it. of things moving around. Oh, yeah. 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 So, um, and then, you know, you'd get a reward if you found the coolest thing. Oh, that's cool. Or whatever. But, yeah, Shangri-La is pretty cool. Hey, welcome back, Brianna. How did that <laughs> telephone call go? Um, Are you in trouble? No, no, no. This, okay. Dang uh, Yeah. All right, that would have been more more entertaining. <laughs> Can't really get into it, but oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm that's sorry. Fine. Where did where did you grow up, Jacob? Uh, well, I was a military brat, but my oh, many of my formative years were spent in Missouri. Okay, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. It's just right next to Kansas. Yep, Kansas, Southern is Missouri, to everything. So we actually had hills and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the Ozark Mountains. Oh my! Uh, oh. My grandparents lived in the Ozarks mm-hmm. for for quite a long time. Uh, my family would go to vacation there. Often, so I've spent a lot of time in the Ozarks. A lot of time not catching a single thing in any of those lakes. <laughs> you scared them away. Yep. <laughs> yep. That sounds my like like my luck here. Yeah, oh, I am. No. I haven't caught an actual fish in I don't know how long. Really? Yeah. Well, no, I take that. I take that back. My, She's judging you. My hey, my father. So my dad and I didn't have the best luck growing up Mm -hmm. so he's moved to florida now he's retired and when i saw him out there he's like we're going fishing son and he uh he got us a a guide Mm -hmm. for fish so the guide can literally look in the water and say there's a fish there Mm -hmm. put your thing there and i got a fish finder on his boat and everything his fish finder was his eyes this guy was amazing Mm -hmm. yeah um and so we i've seen fish in the water here I haven't been able to catch them. <laughs> we, we almost had that problem. We we uh, we did catch them though, and and brought them in. But it's not as it wasn't us outsmarting the fish. Well, maybe it was. We were smart enough to hire a guy who did the fish hire. Yeah, nobody, nobody. They were defenseless. So so does anybody else have any other recommendations around here? Stuff to do when it's hot and you're miserable. Um, Places to go in the summer. The Bell County Museum in Belton is open. Okay. As of today, when we're talking about this, mm-hmm. um, they are requiring masks. Obviously, um, cert- their uh, two showrooms have uh, a certain capacity limit, which they have signs outside the room saying, you know, no more than X amount of people. Sure. Um, and they don't charge to come in. They just accept donations if you feel so inclined to give to them, but uh, right now their um, permanent display is uh, just kind of like a history of Bell County. It kind of talks about, you know, just how Belton came to be and Temple mm-hmm. and all that. And then uh, they have a Fort Hood section, which oh, I thought was nice. fun. Um, and then in their temporary display room, um, they're showing photographs of a Salado uh, native that uh, she kind of she really only does black and white photography mm-hmm. she studied that um which isn't really my cup of tea just as a photographer but you know um her photographs were interesting to look at because it's a lot of local buildings and um i liked her object photography the best mm-hmm. and they have the actual objects on display next <laughs> here to the is the apple that she took a picture yeah. of <laughs> here is the picture of the apple well she had um there were there was a Knights Templar sword 
mm-hmm. um, and a really fancy old, old Bible. And um, her her sister's custom-made boots and her Miss oh, Belton and buckle. I got I to gotta ask this question. Yeah. If you have the object in front of you, yeah. why do you need to see a picture of the object? Well, I feel like black and white photography for me, mm-hmm. if you're going to take a picture of something black and white, the person or your object or the building or whatever needs mm-hmm. to be able to speak for itself without color, which is very hard to do. So being able to see these boots, which are bright, bright red, by the way, mm-hmm. compared to their you know, contrasting black and white photo, I would have never known they were red like that bright, vibrant red. So it's it's interesting to see the different kind of character, which is why I like the object photography mm-hmm. so much, um, that the objects take on in black and white versus when you're looking at them in color. You're able to see how creative they creatively that person can capture light. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're giving you a different take on mm-hmm. something that you might have not have seen if you just saw the boots yeah. themselves. Yeah, because like... Not to sound too artistic, but like, obviously, black and white images have more of like, to me at least, a more dramatic, darker tone. Mm-hmm. And those, if someone walks in wearing those bright red boots, you don't automatically associate them with some dark, dramatic person. You think they're very outgoing and walk in the room saying, Hi, here I am. You know, so it was interesting to kind of see that contrast. Well, that's interesting. And that's their display that they have now. Yes. Very interesting. And, you know, Salado itself has a museum. Mm-hmm. You get out to Salado, it's a little bit like going back in time, a little bit like going to an uh, antique mall. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's a fun place to go. Yeah, I like going to Salado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can be outside and there's less of a risk factor. and bunch of different small town restaurants there, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to, to look and see. All good local, mm-hmm. local things. Yeah, actually downtown Georgetown is very good. Very cool, too, oh, if yes. you've ever walked around downtown, around the square in Georgetown. Mm-hmm. 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 I have, yeah. Very, very it's cool. nice there. So, you know, Fort Hood is lucky in its location because there's so much more here than, than meets the eye, and there's so many opportunities and stuff to explore, even when we've got a pandemic and oppressive heat. <laughs> so, right. so get out there, uh, take a look at what lies before you, enjoy uh, what is available And we'll be back with some closing thoughts right after this. Hey, golfers, are you looking for a new course to play? The Courses of Clear Creek is a 27-hole course with challenging greens located in the scenic rolling hills of Fort Hood. With a 300-yard driving range, two putting greens, and a four-hole kids course, we're the premier golf course in Central Texas. Our pro shop is always stocked with the latest golfing equipment and name-brand apparel, while our beautiful pavilion overlooking the course is a great place to enjoy a cold beverage. The Courses of Clear Creek, open to the public, offering annual, monthly, and summer membership packages. Give us a call today at 254-287-4130 or find us on the web at hood.armymwr.com. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast, saving you from coronavirus since February 20th, 2020. Coming on strong on a Monday, I feel so low. Okay, so a lot of different options. Yeah. What nice. is 
you were uh, talking to me during the break saying that you're trying to get away. Yes. Need a break. Where were you thinking? Any, any of the places we discussed or maybe someplace off the yeah. grid? A well, secret? I actually, so most of the places he mentioned, I've been to already. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Because I do, I really, I already enjoy hiking and kind of being in nature and, you know, kind of getting that zen Nice, peaceful feeling. Yeah. Um, and I've been having to do it more just because I, it's a low-risk activity with the times that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, I haven't decided where I'm going to go. I've I've contacted some friends um, that live live around the area, a couple hundred miles, or like a hundred miles out or, or so. And uh, But it's kind of awkward because they're like, oh, we don't want you to come in the house because we're nervous. <laughs> so I'm like, come, come on yeah. over, don't <laughs> breathe on it. Don't breathe on it. Yes. So just trying to figure out the logistics of that has been a little a little complicated. And also, you know, it's kind of funny. Like you, you kind of have to, to laugh at it. Not that what's going on is funny, but just trying to address fire with everything. No, nope, it's that resiliency. Yeah, able yeah. To, to move with the punches. Mm-hmm. Yes, punches. yeah. Well, wherever you choose to go, yeah. I hope you have a great time. Will we see you Thank next? You. Will you be on the podcast next week? Oh, yeah, I'll be here. Okay, so you'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. You'll uh, be back. That's how organized we are. Yeah. Have, <laughs> you going to be here next Yeah, let me, let me send you my know. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah. hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for sticking with us during this show, yes. our Daveless <laughs> uh, episode. Dave will be back next week. Great, and the whole crew will be here. Yay! We need a re- we haven't had a full like reunion in a, in a while. No, it's been it's been a bit. It's been a minute. But you know what we got for next week? This is we got a special thing. Yeah, it's a little uh, teaser. We have our first general officer. <gasps> oh, that means they've got stars. <sighs> they wow. got stars. I'm nervous now. I know. Is uh, that cool? That We're is cool. The big time. Oh man. Absolutely. So tune in next week to see what shenanigans will happen with a general officer. Probably not much. <laughs> Probably not. We'll be on our best. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you're going to have to reel it yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, we're All respectful. Right. You can yes. be respectful when we need to be. Yeah. So I was going to say something. I don't know. What is, why don't you see a, I'm falling apart. <laughs> I am falling apart on the microphone. Why don't you uh, see everyone out? Great. There. All right. Well, everybody, please stay healthy. Follow COVID-19 uh, social distancing guidelines. And, uh, you know, just just uh, try to stay hydrated because it's getting real hot out there. And uh, we'll see you next week. That was a full-on safety brief. It, oh, yeah. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> it's very army of you. Very, yeah. All right. Yeah, everybody. I sip the Kool-Aid. Stay, <laughs> stay safe. Don't do anything we would. See you guys. Driving down the road again. Tar starts thinning and cracks crumble to gravel lines. Just on the travel though.